And welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller back with you. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about uh, a retrograde planet. We're going to dip into some astrology today and just use that as a brief springboard to talk about some really deep soul work that is on the table to do right now. We've got a five-month window here at the end of 2020, and we're going to take advantage of it and talk about that. Wanted to bring you up to speed briefly from a few pages from the personal journal. Some of you who have been following this podcast know my affinity for mountains and basically disdain for heat and humidity will be surprised to find out that this is being recorded about less than 100 yards from the ocean in the summer. <laughs> I mean, this would be a great place to be in January, you know, come thaw out. But uh, no, I'm uh, reconnecting with some water. And we'll talk about that as we get into this podcast. But yes, I uh, finished the last two Steve Forrest audiobooks. And those are not out yet on Audible, and I apologize. There was a hang-up on the end of the publishing. Uh, it was beyond the recording and the distribution of the audiobook, but that's been being and has been resolved. So the Book of Earth and then the Book of Air, tremendous works. I mean, life-changing stuff for me personally, just being in that booth for hours and hours and hours. But the Book of Air, the last one that I finished, is over 20 it's over 20, it's going to be about 25 hours long. And these big time audiobook narrators like Scott Brick and Simon Vance and these guys, I don't know how they do it, honestly, sitting in there for that long. Because the words from the song Bob Seeger, Roll Me Away, came to mind very quickly, where he said in their great lyric, I was tired of my own voice. <laughs> it was just like, Ah, I've got to get away and I've got to get my soul back because doing those is quite a bit of work and especially when you're doing it on that volume. So I did. I, and as I was thinking about it, in fact, I called him it and I said, buddy, I'm on my way. And we had kind of made a little plan for solstice and this kind of thing. And then I texted him back and I said, I'm just not feeling it. I'm feeling like I need water. So I went with the gut and ended up on the beach and... Let me say one thing, and this goes back to also part of my decision not to go back to Colorado. May I just have a soapbox for 30 seconds and I will be brief, not knowing how long this is going to be with us, and obviously this podcast will be up for years, but as long as this COVID virus is among us, would you please wear a mask if you're in public? And this is coming from a guy who is producing a radio show that is sponsored by all the hospitals in Dallas-Fort Worth. And now, as I'm recording this in late June 2020, we are having a resurgence based on uh, people not taking this as seriously as it really needs to be taken. And my only soapbox is to say, for those of us who fit into the uh, high-risk category, and as I walk through the grocery store with people not wearing a mask or even worse yet, really wearing one and then pulling it down to their chin, it really reminds me that we humans value ourselves more than others. And to a degree, that's going to be what we're going to talk about in this podcast. My soapbox is over. My request is that you would wear a mask. Just respect the other person. And hopefully you know a nurse or have been able to get your hands on some real masks, not these cloth things, because those are absolutely, totally worthless. All right, my Mars Scorpio sermon is over. <laughs> Let's go back to the beach. 
And the reason I just mentioned that is because when I came here, I saw patios and restaurants and places absolutely packed and nobody wearing a mask. And now they're starting to shut places down because it's starting to resurface. So if you listen to that song from Bob Seger, Roll Me Away, you'll know exactly what space I was in. I was like, had to get away. And you know how it takes when you're in that state, it takes a week just to decompress, right? And I didn't fly, I drove, and it was a couple of days of driving, so I had to decompress even more just from that. So the first, really almost the first week has been just kind of, woof. And then the sabbatical factor of getting back in touch with myself because there are some major decisions ahead, somewhat spawned by this virus, somewhat spawned by other things. And this is where astrology gets really real for me because I am a water sign and I realize I've not spent really any significant part of my life on water. And I chose to do this and the driving, the windshield time actually yielded some really great revelation time in my chart as I spent most of the drive literally just picking apart different little nuances and aspects of my own astrology chart. And then, lo and behold, the planet Neptune, which is the lord of the deep in mythology, right? The lord of the sea goes retrograde. In fact, it happens today. I'm recording this on June 22nd, 2020, and and Neptune goes retrograde tonight. So this is a great springboard and a great focus to talk about something that is really significant and is an energy that's going to be with us for the next five months, You want to do some serious subconscious work? Here you go. Let's talk about it. This is not going to be an astrology lesson. It's just going to be a springboard. That's over on the Fun Astrology Daily Podcast. Boy, have we been busy over there. If you have not joined us on Fun Astrology, come jump in. We'd love to have you if you'd like to hear an astrological conversation. The planet Neptune is a symbol of energy, simply represents an aspect or an area of our life. It is very slow moving. It takes 165 years for the planet Neptune to go all the way around the sun. So Neptune's lessons or Neptune's themes in our life are baked in because it really, when it gets into an area of our life, it soaks in deeply. Now, Neptune, I mentioned as an archetype, Neptune represents several things. It's a multicolored planet, if you will, astrologically. So one thing, if we were to throw down some keywords that it represents, are distortions. Okay, I'm going to get a little bit more advanced lies. Or today's modern terminology, fake news. And I'm not talking about the town crier. If we go back to news as it was distributed back in the day, somebody selling papers on the corner, nor is it Anderson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer you know, doing their thing and Donald Trump tweeting fake news, fake news. It's not that at all. It's the lies that we basically tell and tell ourselves. And one of the things that I've said on the Fun Astrology podcast is that where Neptune is right now, and I'm not going to get into the depth of that, again, that's over there, that Neptune is really bringing out, like this whole fake news theme that's going on right now is showing up everywhere. I mean, the truth now is really hard to come by. You go to a store and you ask a clerk in a store, hey, how does this work? What is that? And then they'll rattle off something just to get you to move on down the way. Or they'll use the famous phrase, I think so. (laughs) You know, It's like, I don't know, flip a coin, there's your answer. You've got a phone in your pocket, Google it. It's fake news. I've basically stopped 
reading and looking at all the COVID stuff completely, even though I'm doing a radio show in the space, because it's, I, is there any truth out there? And social media is the worst. And I do promise I will get back into the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast listeners podcast group on Facebook. Sarah Wakeman, thank you. You are a superstar. And I appreciate everything that you've been doing to keep the conversation going in that group. And I'm aware that there is some stuff that I need to catch up on, and I am going to be doing that this week. I just really have taken an unplugged sabbatical, and sometimes we need that. Listen to the words of Roll Me Away. (laughs) Okay, so one thing that we're talking about is just this whole theme of where is the truth? And I guess that's where we could let this soak. Because as we do subconscious examination in our own life, this was so true in my own story that we have to really get past the deception that we tell ourselves. Back when it came out some years ago, I was interested to read the biography of Steve Jobs written by Walter Isaacson. Great read if you haven't, if you're interested in that. But one of the things that Isaacson did very well was paint the picture of the Steve Jobs reality distortion field. It followed him all of his career, and he operated within it. And it kind of became the theme as like, well, Steve is back in his reality distortion field. And a lot of what he, a lot of his distorted reality, he actually made come true. (laughs) That's one of the brilliances of his genius. But his employees would roll their eyes, and they called it the, the jobs reality distortion field. He saw the world the way he wanted to see the world, even though that everybody else disagreed that that was even possible or even real. But Steve Jobs saw it that way, and he believed it. That's Neptune. That's what we're talking about. And part of this whole Neptune context is, Where do we have our own reality distortion fields? We all have them. It's areas where we believe a deception. Okay, a couple of other key words. Let's go to a positive of Neptune. How about intuition and spiritual connection? They really kind of go together because Liz Green is a brilliant astrologer. She wrote a book called, well, it was Neptune, and I think it's The Art of Redemption. And the theme of her whole book is that Neptune is about bringing us back to source. It's the deep, deep resources of our soul. And it's about that redemption, that work of coming back to God, if you will, coming back to source. It's our spiritual connection. It's the still small voice. It's the Malcolm Gladwell blink. It's all of that. It's the package of our spiritual connection to source. Now, The opposite of that, remember the law of polarity, is confusion. So it's scrambled thinking. It's not knowing which direction to go. It's being foggy. Here's another energy or archetype that Neptune represents is addictions. And let's take that where instantly if you said, oh, no, I'm not addicted to anything. Let's even make it broader. What things can you not do without? Or what things do we do too much of? (laughs) Too much of a good thing, right? In other words, what areas are we, quote-unquote, out of control? This one was so vivid for me that during my time in Aspen, I actually stopped drinking alcohol. I loved a good glass of wine. I think I've mentioned in some of these podcasts. And I just realized that as I was approaching 60 at that time, my body was changing. It wasn't handling it in the same way. 
and things were foggier, you know, and I just realized that this was uh, a road that I could not see over the horizon of, and I didn't want to know what was down at the end of it because I have a very strong Neptune presence in my own astrological chart. And as I was reviewing some of this information, I just thought, you know, probably better to jump off here. Hemet was a great support to me in that because in his world, the alcohol actually fogs the intuitive connection. It disrupts, as he says, the phone line to the home office. (laughs) And I was like being in that space and being in Colorado and being in an area where I was very connected. I was like, you know what? That makes sense. And my intuition definitely increased after I decided to take that out of my life. That's Neptune as well. Now, this whole retrograde thing. So Neptune is going retrograde until November 28th, 2020. Five months of it going basically backward in the sky, if you will. The planet doesn't reverse in orbit. It's not like it's got a clutch and a gear shift up in the sky. It doesn't throw the clutch and then back up and start to move in a different direction. It's the way that it's perceived based on the Earth's orbit. But from an interpretive perspective, what retrograde means is that it brings all those archetypes of the planet internally. It makes us do the internal work of these various areas. So here's an application like we were just talking about. If you're going through a real challenge or struggle in your life, don't turn to an addictive substance during this time. For the next five months, be aware. It would be more difficult to turn it loose in 2021 than you think. That's one application or area. Because of the confusion, that actually can work to an advantage, like things can become more clear. But the real work of Neptune in retrograde, the real work that we have this great, beautiful window over the next five months to deal with, is to really get clear on our own reality distortion fields. What lies are we telling ourselves? What confusion are we creating in our own minds? What intuition are we not listening to? And as we humans do, and the universe always fills the void of a vacuum, what have we put into our life that we don't think we can live without? That's the exploration. So this really takes me in my own mind back to the years that I was in, or the year that I was in the RV, as outlined way back in one of the early episodes, I think it's number 20, 21, 22, somewhere in there, where I talked about my year in the RV. And it ended up being the best year of my life, unexpectedly, because I spent that most of that entire year, almost every day, not quite every day, but almost every day, I would be out there with my journal working on my own life, doing, doing this work, picking my life apart. And little did I know, and you know what? Actually, that did amp up in the second half of the year. This is an annual thing from July through November generally is the Neptune retrograde. So you can think about summer and fall, great time to work on your subconscious reprogramming. And, you know, generally we don't do this kind of work on ourselves, so we have to be intentional or deliberate about it. And the universe is supporting you extra strong right now. Or, you know, we basically mask it. We hide from it. We hide from the work. 
or the big one, we're too busy. Just got too much going on. And then what happens is we wake up 20 years from now and we wonder what's happened to our life. Bob Seger, again, a great lyric from his song, Like a Rock, where he's talking about his own life of having been like a rock. I mean, this is a guy that kept his band and his management team together his whole entire career. Wasn't the revolving door that so much was so prolific in that industry. And he also self-published. He was like, nope, we have a value that is high enough. We're not going to give away two-thirds of it to a record company and have them tell us what to do. But he writes a great lyric in there. He says, 20 years, where'd they go? 20 years, I don't know. And that is so much like life. If we don't stop and be intentional about ourselves, if we don't pack up our little Jeeps and head to the beach somewhere or a mountain or a lake or a stream or a river or just have a meditation area in your own home where you go in on a more frequent basis and do the work while the energy is there supporting you, then you look down 20 years and you go, where did it all go? I don't know. Here is a great line from one of you who sent this via email. And by the way, thank you for those of you who have written awesome comments in iTunes. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time in that venue to send love and encouragement. I really, really appreciate it. And if you have constructive criticism or don't like something, email me, thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. Would love to chat that out with you and hear what you have to say because I'm always looking for ways to improve. This is from one of you who sent an email to me just recently in this energy. Says that she was struggling kind of to find her center, was feeling that confusion, that Neptunian confusion. Took the afternoon off from work and it was amazing. And then spent the next two days running from myself and my thoughts and my feelings. Wow, isn't that what we do? And to just get real with it, there it is, filleting it out on the table. I did get in a couple of good meditations, thought processes, and journal entries. But there was a lot of fighting myself, anxiety, emotions, and shadow stuff coming up. I truly feel as if the planetary energy and movements have been impacting me big time. And I will say, indeed, they have. They have for all of us. And she goes on to talk about reconnecting with her heart, picking up a book that she had intended to read for a long time, and it spoke directly to her soul. It was absolutely the right thing to do. Gave her some messages that her soul needed. See, that's the process. Beautiful, beautifully said, beautifully done. Let me offer three takeaways in pulling all of this together. Okay, you want to you want an exercise? <laughs> Here you go. Go look yourself right in the eye in a mirror. And eye to eye, ask yourself where you're not telling yourself the truth. Where you're in a reality distortion field. Or let's put it really harsh. Look yourself right in the eye and say, "Where are you lying to me?" You do the internal work first. Then you can go back in that clarity and and ask, where are you lying to others? This is a super powerful exercise, especially when you get into that part of dealing with that reality distortion field openly and honestly. Have your journal beside you when you do this now because you're going to want to capture this. But it's a wonderful exercise to really clear the space. Here's another suggestion coming from my own personal situation. Take a day or two off and get in the very best place you can where you have 
That might be packing your little vehicle and going somewhere away to a lake or a river or a stream or a beach. Or maybe you just have that sanctuary right in your own home, right in your own place. But just getting into that physical space where you can be alone and quiet and tune in and meditate. And then ask the broad question, where am I deceiving myself? Where does the walk and the talk not match? And another really good question, are there any holes in my belief system? Any areas of my life, anything that I believe that I need to take another fresh look at? People today say, so how's that working for you along that thread? In other words, look around at your life and all the areas and compartments of that comprise your life and see what areas are deficient. And within this exercise, you could also lump that question of what am I addicted to from the context of what can I not do without or what do I overindulge? And then the third point here and the third thing we can do is to focus on the redemption piece of Neptune that part that brings us back to source. This has been a real theme for me. Most of this year, it really started into last year. It's been a theme for this year for sure, reconnecting with source. If you've been away or you've been a little bit pushed off, let that wall down and open up to coming back home again. At its core, Neptune is about the redemptive journey our reconnecting with divine. This lasts, as I mentioned earlier, until November 28th. So we have a lot of time to do some great, awesome internal work supported by the heavens. So let's use that energy to our advantage. Thank you so much for checking back in. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your great comments. I love you. I appreciate you. These are ominous days, and we are hanging together as a community of like-minded people who are working on ourselves and realize that this is an opportunity of a lifetime to do this spiritual growth work. In fact, if you realize under the banner of Saturn and Pluto that we've talked about before, it's the opportunity of many lifetimes to do incredible work. And to that end, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.